This is the Amner Martinez Podcast. Welcome to the Amner Martinez Podcast. My name is Amner Martinez, and I will be your host. I am an immigrant from the country of Guatemala, and I've been living in Iowa since 1995. My professional background is in the staffing and recruiting industry, and I have been heavily involved in the local entertainment scene for the last 12 years. In this podcast, I will be sharing conversations with local people in entertainment, business, sports, nonprofits, food, arts, and culture. So stick around for some great conversations. All right, episode 23. Ying wrote a book. Ying is a local accountant, CPA here in Moin, community CPA, very well known. I actually consider her a mentor of mine. Okay. Yeah, I've been talking to her for the last six years. Very wise. Um, she wrote a book called Appointment with Ying at 8 a.m. So it's a series. So it's actually a series of books that she's running. This is her first one. We talk about it on the podcast, but she's an expert in accounting. Obviously, she has. It's, they've been in business for a long time. Um, she drops a lot of knowledge, man. For real, she's very wise. The one of the most interesting parts that are, is in the book is that I read the book. Um, but she was born in China, and she talks about how on the book or in the book and on the podcast how you know she remembers you know china as a communist you know country and they have to like get tokens to buy to get things so there's no like meat for example even if you're if you're at the grocery store and there's meat and you don't have tokens for it you can't buy it so you get tokens specifically for for specific items. things yes okay. and wow. then if you run out then you have to wait until whenever they give them out again. So she goes, it's pretty interesting how, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I remember so much. I remember none of that, right? We're more Western democratic, I guess, in Central America. But, but she, so she talks about that well, and how that Democratic influence. is not necessarily non-communist. <coughs> because you could be communist the democratic way. But I don't remember being being a, being a kid and getting tokens to go buy things, you know. Right, right. No, I'm just saying that there's yeah. no relation, no direct relation between democracy and communism. Like, there's no, they're not opposites. Okay. They they could work uh, together. Like you could, like let's say you have an election and we all choose to live that way. Mm-hmm. Then you know. Okay. So. Yeah, people say communism like it's a like like it's a, the product of um, I don't know like a dictatorship or mm -hmm, whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's gotten like that. That's the only way that we've had it. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure there are other you know ways of. She says it to too. She's right, like, right, right. this is it was a beautiful, you know, time. Like uh -huh. she's very um, she has very fond memories of oh. it. So There's a positive view of communism. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, but it's a great book for people like me. You know, like I'm, I like to think I'm an entrepreneur and or I have the entrepreneur spirit. And there's a lot of guide and wisdom that she drops. Like, you know, for example, when to know if you're, if you need a loan, right, for your business, for your small business. And she easily, uh, I th it's on the podcast, she's like, if you don't know that you need a loan, if you're on the fence, then you don't need a loan. It's it's she simplifies it. I right. mean, she's done it for forever. I think she has like maybe over a thousand clients, maybe more, because she has like her firm's got like ten plus accounts just here in Des Moines, yeah. and she has like Minnesota and Coralville. That that's really interesting, and I'm I'm personally thinking about reading it. What is it in the last? Uh the last year or so, I really got into uh, listening to books. <laughs> <laughs> Audiobooks? 
Yeah, like doing audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Because um, reading is just boring. Yeah. You know, and then you can't do anything else while you're reading. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I usually wake up in the morning and I listen to news, but then news these days are very depressing. Yeah. You know, so She also has a Spanish version, and she said that she'll have an audio version. I think she has it, or very soon she'll have it. So. Sweet. I dig it. So, yeah, it's very, uh, another educational podcast. You know, if you're, if you have that tingly in your, in your what? In your soul. Uh, in your soul. And, you know, this is a great book to pick up. We'll break it down, but, you know, she says that in the land of business, we are all immigrants. Uh, it doesn't matter where you come from, but f- if you want to enter the land of business, you are, you know, an immigrant. So, and I don't think she means it in the traditional sense as we know of immigrant, but it's a foreigner f- in that, in that, oh, okay. in that world. Right, right, right. And she helps you kind of figure out where, what kind of entrepreneurial spirit do you have? You know, like, are you from the land of the head? Are you from the land of the hand or are you from the land of the heart? So the head is somebody that just wants to open a business that, you know, could buy like a franchise from a subway. They're just money, you know, which is cool. Like yeah. very practical about business. Like I just open, I just like to open an envelope every quarter. Yes. And yeah. And receive money. Yeah. That's, 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 that's uh, from the land of the yeah. head. Yeah. Land fr- of the hand it's kind of like you. You learned to. You became a DJ, and you've monetized it into you know now a business for you, right? Right. So, necessity made you kind of go into this, and and then you paid attention to your likes and dislikes uh-huh. and your passion, and now, sure. so you're from the land of the hand, and then there's people that are from the land of the heart, which is like people that want to do and contribute. And and they find a way to monetize that. what they already love. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's yes, and it's more of a. That's what I want to do. Contributing, yeah. So it so it's a great book, man. I'm telling you, it's really really good. I just need to be able to monetize like watching TV. Like, how do I monetize? <laughs> how do I monetize doing nothing? You can. <laughs> there are times I just rather be bored. Yeah, I'd rather like literally just put like my elbow on the table and then just rest my my head on my hand <laughs> and be bored. And then Not how even do we monetize that? Yeah, how do I monetize that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. That would be, and I'm sure there's ways to do it. Just record yourself. Yeah, record and see how many people are willing to watch you just be there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a yeah. cool experiment. Yeah. I be yeah. I think I want to do that. Yeah, just be like. See what happens? Like, just be there for like twenty minutes. Kenji's YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm just the the, the new sensation. Yeah, <laughs> the new the YouTube boring, sensation. Yeah. <laughs> but, anyways, uh, Ying was kind enough to, you know, make time, uh, and I went over to her office and we talked and and I think anyone that's thinking about, you know. If they have the entrepreneur spirit or are they ready or should they or, you know, or if you're in the middle of it and you don't know which this is a great book to pick up. And it's a local person and it's it, it's easy to read because it's not it's not like a complete guide of like she says, it's not like, you know, you got to file your company. None of that. Like it's just stories, stories mm. after stories, short stories. Some stories are like one page another little anecdote of half a page so so you it's easy because the story you finish it right away and then you uh, jump on another one so it's on top of I've that i've actually listened to books that <coughs> that have this a similar format mm-hmm. you know that they're intended to help you learn you know from the story so it's just yeah. kind of like okay uh maybe if i get too technical about the things then you might not pick it up no you might not understand mm-hmm. but you know telling you the story yeah it's something that it, yeah, but, but so it's definitely a how-to, right? Because right, right. there's there's some some questionnaires yeah. that she's like, do you want to find out which land do you come from? You know, you come from the land of the head or the 
hand or the heart and you have to answer some questions and then it'll give you the answers and so by the time you like start into the following chapter you're already thinking a certain way so mm -hmm. it's pretty cool man i'm very proud of yang um and i hope people um pick it up it's on amazon or her um uh her uh office which is on ingersoll community uh -huh. cpa so you can buy the book at in, uh, at her office. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, you can just call and. Oh, I'll just uh, look forward to the Audible. Yeah. 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 You might want to check Amazon. I'm pretty sure it's probably already there. So. Very cool. And the Spanish version is already there. So. Oh yeah, that's good because I. Because yeah, you don't speak. Yeah, yeah, I don't speak English very so, well. All right. So this is Ying with Community CPA. On her book appointment with Ying. At 8 a.m. Episode 23. So, Ying, can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Okay, so Ying with Community CPA. Yes, indeed. Indeed. You quickly asked me about how am I monetizing. <laughs> <laughs> That's like... So we were talking about, you know, how, you know, how long have you been doing the podcast? And you're like, so how are you right, making money? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I right away want to know the mechanics <laughs> behind yeah. this instrument and it's how people make a living out of doing podcasts. Yeah. So you automatically, is it like second nature for you now to to monetize a potential business to see, find, to find the, the way to monetize it? I think I think of every word we say, everything we do. And tie that into a business activity. Right. So I literally see business everywhere, huh. all the time. <laughs> Opportunities everywhere. Yeah. People are not picking it up or just passing it by without noticing it. So you decided, after about 20 years of being, uh, having your own business? To be exact, 24. 24 years. Mm -hmm. And now you've written a book. Finally. Finally. Which is a serious, and we'll get into how you break it down, the book. Um, but it's appointment with Ying at 8 a.m. Not early enough. Not early enough? <laughs> what did you want to, <laughs> did you want to give it another time? <laughs> like I actually five? do, I actually do have one in mind. I, I am going to write, it's called 1 a.m. Really? I believe you because I remember that we've texted like at 11 o'clock at night mm -hmm. about yes. business. Yes. <laughs> Is that part of owning your business that you know you have to work more than anyone else for um, your business? I think that's the part of business people don't see. Mm -hmm. People only see the result of it, the surface glory of it, or... People fail miserably, they see the failing part, but what's behind that, people don't see. Mm -hmm. And the behind it, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, and there's also a lot of experience, a lot of learning. Mm -hmm. You don't fail just for failing, mm -hmm. and you fail for gaining in business. You fail, and when you fail, you gain. You gain. Have you ever heard of in taxes like the company who loses money and they actually still continue doing business even though mm -hmm. they lose money and you always wonder why would you doing that mm -hmm. because those losses are also bank deposit one day they can offset income dollar to dollar so you end up never paying taxes someone said our president has like overnight hundred million dollar loss mm -hmm. so that just means that much gain would not be paying taxes Oh, so claiming losses is kind of a good thing. Losing business, you're gaining, you're gaining experience. Right. So you will capitalize that later. So I read the book and and the book is easy to read and it's full of small stories. Right. Correct. But there's a bigger story that that you're 
that you're telling too. So you're guiding. There's a guide here. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Which I've never read of like a, a like an actual book, like a business or how to or you know. But w- is, would would you put this book in this category? What category would you put it in? It is a business uh, how-to book. Okay. However, it wasn't written as a instruments or IRS forms kind of style. Mm-hmm. It is written by accumulation of stories. Right. And every story in this book is meant to be short, uh-huh. meant to be little, so you can grab the story and find the taste of it. And so you will know... Um, for example, if you are in a chapter where I say, do you need a business background uh-huh. to begin a business? Yes. After the end of the chapter, I knew you will come back and say, no, I don't need business background. I can do it. Right. And then in there, you saw examples and you knew that, you know, Ying, you come through that way. You didn't even know who IRS is. Right. And but you know, look at what you've done today. So right. that just a um, uh, it is a place where I want to tell every reader that it is not because this person has a parent who does the business. That's why this person is great. So he is always successful. It is really about individual. It is what you are. Um, meant to do or what you are driven to do mm-hmm. and that will make a success so you kind of lay a bit of a foundation the first part of the book which you kind of let the reader kind of figure out almost or at least give them a little bit of guide of, of where uh, they belong almost so you look right. at it as a that we're all immigrants in the world of business Exactly, exactly. There are Americans who were born in this country, but their parents were working in the factory, uh, in the factory, and they have never heard of business concept or business. So those people is no different from people who are immigrant from Mexico to here and have never engaged in business in U.S. So mm-hmm. we would consider people who want to become entrepreneur are immigrant from three different lands mm-hmm, I was yeah. giving the title for, and then to the land of business. So the three resources people are coming from, and I kind of used uh, the personality or how we grow up as a benchmark. So I say, oh, you are from land of heart, uh-huh. and you are from land of head, and someone would come from land of hand. So that's how I classified the businesses uh, land of heart, land of hand, land of head, and land of head. Yes. Where am I from? You know me. I actually <laughs> hmm, <laughs> so hard to so hard to say that, but I think um, you are actually from between land of head and the land of heart. Okay. And I thought I was land of heart, but you're right. That I, I do have a. Uh, I do look at numbers too. I do yes. pay attention to the profit. and you know if I if I say something, uh, knowing the past, and I say that in your land of business, you needed a land of hand person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that person um, could be people you hire, could be community CPA that mm-hmm. you hire so to become that person. Or you really need to hire that person. I look back, and it's not like I had this theory from when I just started, you know. But now when I look back my path, and I realize that, and I was from land of heart, so that's how I started the business. Then I quickly realized I need to be a land of head in order to run this. Right. So I kind of switched a little bit, want to be land of head, but I still have my gut to be land of heart. So I make mistakes related to being too softly or mm-hmm. being too um, not logical in terms of business. And then uh, I happen to meet with people who come to work at my firm. They are from land of hand. Mm-hmm. So I really, in the way, I had a three component to run Community CPA to today. And that's the guy that you kind of set up first 
by the beginning of the book by the time you get to the next chapter you kind of start to figure out on your own you're like oh okay this is yes and you give exercises and all that yes um a a story that you told here in your book that was very intriguing to me Mm. was um that you're from china yes and um you briefly kind of talked about china's a communist yes um government but when i was young China is a beautiful communist country. Mm-hmm. I would call it beautiful because people are really equal. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, nobody rich, nobody poor. Mm-hmm. Everybody is on ticket. Right. And that's what it was, was fascinating that mm-hmm. you said that you would get tickets to buy yeah, things. Everything. Can you, can you elaborate a little bit on that? <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> as a family, we are a family of seven. We have seven, uh, five kids' parents, right? Okay. For a family of seven, you get a fixed number of tickets for rice, for flour, and for meat, and for fabric, for soap. So all the life essentials are by ticket. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, for our family, and we, because we are Mongolians, so we are minority in China, so we get extra meat ticket. Okay. So when we go to meat store to buy meat, mm-hmm. even though the meat is on the counter, not everybody can buy it. You have to have a ticket. So we would go to buy those meat, and which other people wants to buy cannot buy, because we are minorities. Okay. So that's kind of... You know, when I was young, that's kind of the life I had. And you said that you had no concept of marketing or... Not um, at all. What's, what's that is? Business? There's no vocabulary for it. Imagine that if you grow up in a place, there is no vocabulary for you, say, for color of blue. Mm-hmm. And you would never know what is blue because there is no vocabulary for it. Mm-hmm. So in China, when I was young... There is no vocabulary for business. And those are anti-revolutionary thought. And you cannot think of you are rich. There's no poor and rich. They're just communist party is making a communist society. Everybody is equal. Yeah. Yeah. So you decided to travel. Um, I really didn't decide on anything. I think when I um, become teenagers and um, high school, uh, during the high school time, China itself changed. China actually started opening doors to Western world. So I live in the capital city, so I quickly can see those expensive hotels got up. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, as a Chinese citizen, uh, we're not really... Uh, I wouldn't say not allowed, but you have no business to go into that expensive hotel. Mm-hmm. And so really, it wasn't part of my life, but I start to observing it. And it just seems to be so related to English at the time, because a lot of visitors who come to China, they don't speak, they don't speak Chinese, they speak English. Mm-hmm. And so it is sort of like, um, just by naiveness, and I felt like, oh, if I learn to speak English, I'll be just wealthy like these people. Yeah. So that's what triggered me to think that, okay, we, you know, I, I, I better just learn English and, uh, you know, looking for a different life or some sort. But um, I, I use the analogy that if you are a fish live in the fishbowl, and you would not be able to tell whether the water is murky or not because you live in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's your environment. Yeah. So you only know the water is murky or the fishbowl is small when you jump out of it. Mm-hmm. So all these realizations I'm talking about is actually coming from after I arrived in North America. Mm-hmm. After I arrived in Canada and I start to you know, work and, uh, you know, living a normal life. And then you look back and thinking, oh, wow, you know, how amazing that is. And you can be in a environment, not understand half of the, what the world is really is. Mm-hmm. So uh, I wrote that part in my book only to tell the reader that someone of my background can run a uh, service company mm-hmm. like Community CPA. I would say fairly sophisticated. We are you know, need more brain powers 
uh, than maybe a laundry mat or things sure. like that. Yeah. And so uh, if that is accomplishable, that can tell people that it really doesn't matter where your beginning point is. Mm -hmm. yeah. It is all about finding that burns in your life and just really know what you want. And you talk about that burn factor in yes. your book. Yes, burn factor is really, if you don't feel the pain, you don't have the burn. Let's just put it in this way. Okay. And in order to do something really successful, you got to feel the pain. And that pain is not something you have to inflate that yourself to yourself. Uh -huh. Sometimes it's the pain that other people brought to you. And uh, I, you know, in my book, I talk about the fish story. Right. And that was the pain I had. And uh, I felt so unjustified for this Asian business owner. So I actually took all my vacations from my full-time job mm -hmm. for four years okay. to do nothing but going investigate this case, going up and down with the government and going to university legal clinic and talk to professors selling the case, have them do it for free. So all of that is coming from I felt really painful. It's not like I was enjoying doing it. Yeah. I did it with so much anger in my mind and uh, so it feels so not justified and feel the government is not right and nobody is right. And with that kind of anger and that kind of pain, I got into that. But, you know, pain uh, lead into realization of the burns. So right. I actually realized that, you know what, I actually can get it right. Mm -hmm. You know, if I am just being stubborn the way I am, yeah. I'll get things done. Yeah. So yeah. there's got to have that pain, that burn, that passion. Yes. And you say in the book that it's not just crystal clear in front of you. You somehow you got to pay attention to it, right? Yes. Because you said that um, accounting sucked. <laughs> like in your book, oh like God, accounting yeah. sucked. <laughs> That's all you knew that you knew. But uh, yeah. but somehow um, when you were at this kiosk at the mall, yes, people would come to you for services and you were selling what you love to do yeah craft right i'm such an artist <laughs> <laughs> i literally i still have my earrings i didn't sold them out yet <laughs> <You do? laughs> uh, now become antique so i uh you know i really don't know what i want to do when i was younger and it's you know moving from china to canada it was so much stimulations everywhere mm -hmm. from a very behind a uh, social environment from material standpoint mm -hmm. and uh, drop yourself into Canada. And I don't even, I didn't even understand electricity can cook because oh. we use coals and, mm -hmm. you know, okay. and or gas, but I have never even know electricity can cook. So the first time coming, looking at the stove, I don't understand what to do. And so that kind of, you know, a material gap in life, it really leads you to um, to confusion, to confusion. So is it fair to say that we're almost all also foreign to our own potential? Like, because in the book you say that it wasn't accidental, but it's you started to realize that people were coming to you for taxes when you were selling something else. Yes, and then but you paid attention, and then you kind of put. Absolutely. Like I'm helping them, that fills my heart. Yes. And it's also making me money. So then you kind of combine the two. Yes. But for a lot of us, it's harder to see that, right? So where do we just have to pay closer attention to what makes us happy inside and then try to see how do we monetize it? Or Yeah, I think that's where uh, the book leads you to mm -hmm. think that way because yes. that is how my personal experience suggests. And I definitely don't want to be accountant. And I, I was so <laughs> clear. And so I graduated from a county degree because I couldn't really afford any other kind of college. Mm -hmm. And then uh, that was so clearly expressed 
with my parents, with people, even with Steve. When that time I was dating him,、mm-hmm. and so he asked me, "What's your career gonna be?" I said, "Oh heck, I don't know, but I don't want to be accountant." <laughs> and so I started doing craft work and、uh, making bunnies out of two pair of socks. Okay, I was pretty intelligent for、yeah. that one. Okay, and so I was selling it, but not enough to pay the rent. So.、Yeah. Um, you know, just standing there, and I think I have a very natural,、um, friendly smile, and the people come to me and chat with me. So they learn that I graduated from York University, and which is a very prestigious business school.、Mm-hmm. And then they assume that I would be really good, so start asking、uh, or service that outside of my bunnies and my earrings and things like that.、Mm-hmm. Then I really hear that really carefully because I knew I don't, you know how the journey in life is about conquer yourself. Right. It's nothing else. It's conquer yourself. So I don't really know what kind of mountain I myself is. So I just listen to people what they say, and、um, then I just helped. And then you know after I helped one, I helped two. Then I suddenly realized that you know what I'm pretty. I'm pretty good with that. <laughs> Why don't I just do it?、Yeah. You know, so I just kind of convinced myself, made a whole year, three hundred sixty-five days turnaround,、uh-huh. and I went back to accounting again. But this time, going back, it has it has a,、uh, I'm at a higher conscious level of who I am. Okay. So n- not as vague as before, and I sort of know that okay, I'm really actually pretty good at it. Right. Yeah. So that's how I started accounting. And you say that sometimes people are ready to start a business,、mm-hmm. and some some other people take another route, which is like learn, go to that industry or that that business that you really love, and just kind of learn it through the whole. What are those two different paths? So let's say both paths are good path.、Mm-hmm. It really depends on the person. Some people they started business not because of they want to do that particular business, is because they are、um, trying to acquire what they call the human freedom.、Mm-hmm. For example, you、mm-hmm. hear people talking about, oh, I want to do my own business because I can manage my own schedule. Right. Okay. And the people who says that majority of them is because they did not understand how much that takes to do a business.、Mm-hmm. In fact, they're just looking at the surface, thinking that there is a time freedom. the f- The true freedom for doing business on your own is you are free of doing business all the time,、mm-hmm. but it's not free from doing business as little as you can. So. That is a misconception out there for a lot of young people, and they they say, "Oh, I want freedom. I don't want eight to five job, and I I want to do my own business." But people who are successful in terms of doing business, and they have to be so successful with eight to five to begin with.、Mm-hmm. So I always said to myself that you know I I I had my own business, but I worked as well for. Iowa State University. I worked at Wells Fargo, and I will tell you that I am the employee who comes in on time and、uh, leave late. So when I work and I still carry the same lifestyle or the thinking style as if it is my own business,、mm-hmm. and、yeah. if a person don't have that, they won't be successful on their own anyway. Right. And they just think they would, but it's not going to happen. Right. And th- that's one kind of people getting into the business because they want that. So a good sign is if you're working eight to five and you're passionate about that job, eight to five, and your your work ethics are beyond excellent. You're committed. That's a good ingredient that means that you're gonna probably be at least you have that ingredient to be successful if you do your own business. Right. Actually, the true successful entrepreneur. Would be the person that, even if they are in a job that is not something they are passionate, but they still able to discipline themselves、mm-hmm. to work eight to five and work really well, 
because that is a determination of a business owner whether you like what you do or not. You're、mm-hmm. still gonna do it.、Yeah. For example, I do accounting. I like to do accounting, but what about HR? I don't want to do HR. Yeah. So do I teach it? You can't, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's really it's that discipline. So、uh, you know, I always tell. You know, when I was at Wells Fargo, I hired people to work for me at Wells Fargo,、mm-hmm. and I like to hire the people who had personal, who had entrepreneur relationship in the past.、Mm-hmm. For example, they failed the business, or their family had a business background.、Uh, really, I like that because they understand how to do work properly. Yeah, and、um, you know, so that just you know, for me, I I can see myself. Uh, being successful anywhere I go, if I stayed at Wells Fargo, I'm pretty sure I'll be very successful too. So for people that that finally make the decision, so sometimes it takes years, right? You know you have the burn in you, you know that I have the little a、um, fire in you. They like I think I can do, I think I can own my own business. And some of us are lucky. Like I. Just jumped on board to doing, you know, just recruiting on my own, just completely on my own now. What would you say to somebody to focus on if they if they're like, I know, I think I can have the work ethics and I want to, you know,、uh, manage my own schedule. I know I want those two. I、mm-hmm. have those two. Yeah. But I don't know what to do. Okay, so I th- I think there is a misconception about being an entrepreneur.、Mm-hmm. Being an entrepreneur doesn't means that. You have to be on your own and creating something earth-shattering difference, <laughs>、yeah. because the reality is that majority of us we don't have a way to create something brand new or never heard and just refreshing. Yeah. So we're just kind of piggyback on experience and do a little bit of improvement, just like community CPA is a tax accounting and a, you know business consultation firm. And what's the difference between this one and the other one? Of course, not much difference.、Mm-hmm. We are all doing the same thing. Right. But there is a little little bit difference is that the owner of the community CPA and speaks Chinese,、uh-huh. and the employees of community CPA speaks nine different languages.、Mm-hmm. So we have a little little bit of difference, and that's all you need. So. Um, you don't need to think of something major,、mm-hmm. okay. and you can just focus on what really plain you like to sing, and just do it from your voice,、mm-hmm. and just sing, and so you don't have to be so innovative, and your voice has to be so extraordinarily different,、mm-hmm. and then that's one that's one thing will. Take the burden away from you, thinking that oh yeah, I cannot be a business person because I don't even know what I can do. Right. So it is not what you can do; it is actually is what the difference you can bring. Just think about really deeply. It's not what you can do; it is actually what you can make a difference for. About what? So、mm. that is the question need to be answered. So in my firm, I always tell folks that. The difference we make to the community, it need to be a impact coming out of a village.、Mm-hmm. It cannot be Ying does it. It also cannot be someone else does it. It's a community CPA. It's a village.、Mm-hmm. As a village, and we can create more difference. We can impact more. So that, in the way, is entrepreneur at alum. At at the element level,、mm-hmm. so it's like every person in the organization is an entrepreneur.、Mm-hmm. In that sense,、uh, we don't want to give a fixed definition of saying that oh, I'm in business. It has to be you are the boss and people work for you. It could be a different other this form. This is like new for me. This is new, this new this way of thinking because you're saying that you can feel as an entrepreneur or be an entrepreneur. Within a corporation, within、yes. an organization, definitely. But most of the time, well, in the general uh, um, perception of, of an entrepreneur, it is just self-employed. You start your own business, and you're the boss. You hire you. You know, you start everything. True, but that is how. Imagine how limit. You are to the resources. Just、mm-hmm. imagine that when you do, so that is all becoming very mundane, very small,、um, 
you know, small things, and that doesn't even add up to a need of living expenses.、Mm-hmm. So, but a lot of times, more and more so, and the entrepreneurship need to happen、mm-hmm. with every people work in that organization until that moment. This organization will become significant.、Mm-hmm. Look at Google, look at Apple, and those organization. Sure, if you talk about the delivery person, maybe not so. Which I don't know. I never talked to them, but at the higher level, every managers and they're running their part of organization、mm. as their own business. I see. And so it's really when we talk about entrepreneurship, I think the beauty is not about. Everybody is siloed out and just doing one single thing. The beauty about entrepreneurship is that it is actually a spirit that normal workforce is missing. Okay. And it's like a people work in the call center. Call center is becoming so boring and、yeah. so processed. And it's just like you're wasting your human existence. Yes. And that is a place that. I don't want to be. I don't want anyone to be there. But there are organizations or groups that a entrepreneurship can exist at a membership level,、mm. not just the top person on the top, but the person on the top must have a good leadership in order to have that entrepreneurship exist at membership level.、Mm. That is.、Um, A very clear mental stage that I want to see the firm collectively to be.、Mm. That as comes, an or- as、yeah. an organization that is, you know, if you have your your、um, top people,、mm. you know, feel、yes. that way, then then the spirit is there. Then your company is going to thrive. Yes, and so that's what I will be.、Uh, you know, my second book is Ten A.M. Right. Mm-hmm. So 10 a.m. is developing the company. So our 8 a.m. is uh, is uh, starting up a business.、Mm-hmm. 10 a.m. is to developing that business you started.、Mm-hmm. And in that book, I will talk about this very fashionable entrepreneur concept nowadays.、Mm-hmm. You know, everybody is talking about entrepreneurship. We, you know, there are some large companies are very conservative in mind. They don't even want their employee to go to listen to those kind of、uh, seminars、yeah. and、uh, those kind of conference. They're afraid of them. Oh, jump ship!、Mm-hmm. So they're gonna do something themselves. But what they forgot to show the employees is that only when we are a village, a larger goals can be accomplished. Right. Sure, we can always all do tax returns, and everybody know how to fill up ten forty. But can you really educate a whole community to be better? Uh, tax people to be more knowledgeable of what they're doing. One person cannot do that job and need、mm-hmm. a village. Yeah. So your、uh, appointment with Ying eight a.m. is starting your business. Second book is appointment with Ying at ten a.m. That's developing,、uh, developing the business. And then your th- then two p.m. is a third book. That one will talk about how to either expand your business. Or you sell your business. Okay. So that's the you know. So we are going by the business、um, lifespan.、Mm-hmm. So some people would choose to expand, some people will choose to sell it and be done. Then my fourth one is appointment with Ying at six p.m.、Mm-hmm. That one is a new way to retire. Okay. So that is after you expanded your business or you sold your business, you would still have to come to retirement. Right. And then what do you do when you are at the retirement? But writing this book, this is a new stage for you, right? I mean. Yeah,、uh, I always liked. I I love to write. I、okay. always I always write, even though my English is really not there. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so.、Um, But let's back up a couple of. Let's go back to this one. So, when should or when can you tell when if you need a loan or if you don't need a loan? That's actually a question for me. Sure. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm trying to figure that out too. Right. the 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 simplest answer to that question, especially for um small. 
um, entrepreneurs, like when you just start, mm-hmm. my answer is always that if you don't have to get a loan, you don't. So okay. loan is really a, a the concept of borrowing and is being so over proportionately advertised in the country of United States. Mm-hmm. And the financial institution has so much powers here in the country. So without loaning money out, they cannot make income. So they want people to borrow, but people, people like myself, people like you, if there is any way you can live your business life without borrowing, and there is no need to borrow, and especially when you are not in equipment-heavy business. Okay. So if you start up a tofu factory and your first investment need to be the machine, I understand we have to borrow because you don't have the cash for it. But if you have a podcast service and all you needed is, uh, you know, some equipment, not heavy, you probably right. already have it. Right. And then the rest of it is your time. Mm-hmm. And your office, you probably can be in your home office for a little while long mm-hmm. before you borrow. So I would say that I don't know you would have a need to borrow. Right. So that would be my first answer to every client who come to me. If they're not in equipment-heavy business, there is no reason why they borrow. Okay. And then once if you decided that, okay, I do need to borrow, and then what you want to make sure is the money you made. This is a general formula, but very effective. Let's say in your business, every month you can make $5,000 net profit. And the money you borrow cannot be over 25% of your $5,000. So that means that $1,000 out of the 5000 can be used to pay for principal and interest. So you can back calculate how much of a money you can borrow. Um, we don't calculate how much you need money for. We calculate from your profit to know how much you can afford to borrow. Um, you calculate backwards. I so see. a lot of times people come to me goes, oh, I want to buy a building. Uh, this is how much I make and how big of a building can I buy? So we calculate backwards. You if would you, already know. If you don't know whether you need it or not, that just means you don't need it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you know you needed it, otherwise the business is not going to go, mm-hmm. then the next step is to figure out how much you can afford. So tell me a little bit about this one. This is another thing that I was very intrigued because maybe I'm in this field mm-hmm. where you yes. say that um, how, do, how do you sell in package name and selling uh, compassion. Yes, selling your compassion. So, which is difficult, right? For somebody from the land of heart. Yes, that is so not morally sub- supported. Right. I understand. Yes. So, so can you elaborate a little bit on that? On yes, uh, that is typical for people from land of heart. Mm-hmm. And they were not able to package their service properly. They gave out a lot. And uh, so, but giving out a lot is nothing wrong. It's just that you you used your time on things that didn't get returned. Eventually, you will get tired of it. Then Mm -hmm. you consider you failed your business, but it's not because you failed your business. It's because you didn't price it. Okay. Okay. So um, packaging compassion, and it it is a very ugly term for people from land of heart. Right. They will be looking at what I wrote goes, that person, (laughs) so mean, (laughs) and so, uh, like, focused on money and Mm -hmm. low life and whatever, (laughs) you know, I can be called many things. But uh, the reality is uh, humans are really interesting. And I hear people from Land of Heart will tell me that, oh, yeah, I did this business but I don't need to pay myself. You know, I can just, I'll pay my employee first. I myself, mm, not important. I don't pay myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, you don't hear people saying this very long before they already decide to let go of the business. And they did, they let go of the business not because they say, oh, I didn't pay myself. That's why I did that. They say, my business is now making it and I cannot make enough money. So I closed it. But the reality, what happened is when business gets set up, it's almost like you have a new baby and you train your baby 
to you know to certain behavior, and then later on you think this baby is a bad baby, <laughs> right? Yeah. And but the reality is that you never paid yourself, and you are training yourself to behave like being mistreated by this business.、Mm-hmm. Eventually, you lose the love to、yeah. the business. So I always tell people that when we are in business for ourselves. The the most important things we do is to reward ourselves.、Mm-hmm. Very very important, and you know, Alcard Trolley is one of the guy I write in the book, and he said that me and I are actually different entities. So we cannot rob ourselves doing business. Saying I don't have to pay me, right? Because. Your the me in you will eventually give up. It will affect your mental, and you will hate your business. Yeah. Have you ever met people who actually、uh, trash their business as if it worth nothing? But people look at it thinking, "That's a pretty okay business. Why do、yeah. you do this?" Yeah. That、they、is because they lose the love. Yeah, they lost the love. Mm-hmm. And they lost the not only they lose the love because they never prized the compassion. So they, they feel is not worth it. So the business is not worth it. And also, you mentioned selling name. Mm-hmm. Selling name.、Mm-hmm. Trump sell his name. Right. Trump sells his name. Is that the same? So you're kind of branding. You're talking about branding then at this point. Exactly.、Mm-hmm. You know, I I have a little puppy. So when I tell him,、uh, leave it, and doesn't matter what food I put in front of him, he would not approach it. He、mm-hmm. just leave it,、mm-hmm. so he gave a value to that leave it because after he leave it, I reward him. Okay. So in business is the same thing, and we create something out of blue,、uh-huh. just like Apple created the name Apple, right?、Mm-hmm. Now when we think of Apple, what do we think? We think of a color white.、Mm-hmm. We think of the sharp edges、mm-hmm. and the trendy looking and the equipment that just so good looking. Yeah. So we attached、um, human imaginations on a plain, simple word of Apple.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that is what we are ca- talking about: giving values to a name. So if you form, let's say, this podcast you have, and Amnar, and、uh, you know, pretty soon, if you keep on giving values to Amnar's name. And then when they hear Amnar, they will immediately think of all these podcasts you did in the past. So it is really a training the mind, and to give a value of a certain vocabulary.、Mm-hmm. Brand is just any word we pick, we can put in the brand. And my desire is that every time people hear the name of Ying, Ying is such a popular, you know, Chinese、yeah. um, name. But if they could just hear Ying and think of nothing else but a business-related、mm-hmm. matters, that would be my success. Right. So the, the book, the book is your latest venture. Yes. Your latest, because you obviously have community CPA、mm-hmm. here in Des Moines,、yes. Minnesota, Iowa City. Um, Coralville. Yeah, Coralville, Iowa City. Coralville.、Mm-hmm. Um, and you also started about twelve years ago the. Immigrant Entrepreneur Summit. Correct. Yes. And now you're doing the book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which one are you having most fun with? Um, all of it actually. Yeah. They're different. Yeah.、S- Writing books is what I call the meditation. Okay. Yeah, that's my meditation. So, what are your hours? Like, what、Writing、time do、book. you? What time do you start your day, and what time do you? <laughs> <laughs> my goodness, I don't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I I start I don't start very early normally, but I have started four a.m. for appointments. Wow. Yeah. And I see if you I mean any inspirational video that you see on YouTube anywhere else like Elon Musk I mean,、uh, which you mention on the on the book,、um, anybody that's successful, most of the time they're gonna say you gotta work harder than anybody else. You gotta put in more、yeah. hours than anybody else. You gotta be willing to. Put in the hours. You gotta be willing to say no to people. No, I can't go to this party. No, I can't go to this barbecue. No, no, no. Make choices. Yes.、Mm-hmm. I I agree. I really do agree. I don't go to a lot of、uh, fun parties.、Mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. And、um, 
<laughs> I um I do work a lot. Mm-hmm. I do work a lot, and um, but not with um, with resentment. You and I enjoy it. I enjoy this it. This is your joy. Yes. Right. I really. Uh, I actually, when I write book, I really felt. I mean, very deep meditation, just because. Um, it really helps me to organize um, myself, to kind of know, uh, to organize my thought and know what I can put together as all these years accumulation of appointments mm-hmm. with the clients. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 you know, I, I really don't know how I thought of doing this. And I can't even tell you how this, you know, this name of the book, Every a lot of people ask me, how did you even think about this 8 a.m. Yeah. things? And I, I don't really have an answer. I just felt like it just come upon me. Yeah. And um, um, you can say it's God and you can say it's universe. And I think I'm ready for that. That's why it's come to me. Right. But I also realized that for every thought we have and someone else in the universe are also thinking the same. Yeah. The only difference between my thought and the theirs is whoever puts on the action first. Action. That's the key. Yes. If you don't act on your thoughts, then they just... Yeah. And someone w- else will just do what you did. You'll be like, oh, yeah, you see, that's what I, I was doing. I thought about that. Yeah. I, I wanted to do that. Right, I thought right, about right. That. A couple years ago, remember? Yeah. I even talked about that, you know? <laughs> that it's happens. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I, so I really, truly believe that the universe made the... Uh, the opportunity all equal to every one of yeah. us mm-hmm. and we just have to be ready and also be determined so of course it's not always easy to write i have never really write a book before i write diaries all the time mm-hmm. but i don't write a book mm-hmm. so the first time is kind of scary and i don't even know where this thing goes and but i got really encouraged by the publisher and you know, who read my manuscript and said that you know, you got some really good content here. Yeah, I love it because, um, you know, th- they're short stories, right? Yes. Like one page, half page. Um, but within that, all those, you're still talking to the reader and still guiding them through the process of, you know, starting your business and where do you belong in a business. But then right. there's their... Um, showered with like all these um, stories that make sense and connect with what you're so I'm I'm really um, I'm really impressed um, because a lot of us have that right oh I wish I could do this you know my dream like my dream is like if I could ever uh, produce a movie you know yes that would yes. be like that would be <laughs> where I'm like completely this is my dumb you know um, so I'm really happy that you did it um, it's also in Spanish Yes, it's already online. Yeah, so yeah. I, uh, they can find it Amazon. Yes, in Amazon. Or they can just come here to Community CPA. Yeah, I haven't really ordered my whole bunch, and I um actually just made available yesterday, so the Spanish version is out. The publishers uh is working on a audio version. Okay. As well, and I um so for me right now I'm you know working on the ten a.m. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much, Ying. I really appreciate it. You've been a, a mentor for me for the last six years or more, I think. Um, I remember taking your classes down in the basement. Oh, yes. <laughs> you still <laughs> do those? <laughs> I occasionally, I actually do a lot of that in Minnesota. Oh, okay. And each class is like 50, 60 people. Really? Yeah, they're big classes. Wow. And the people are really, you know, the knowledge is something I really do believe that uh, if I have one thing I am most proud of myself is I am the kind of person that I share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I consider that's a quality of communist. Yeah. <laughs> I share. <laughs> I don't have a concept of competition and I don't yeah. believe in it. And I just think that if I can share my knowledge, it's just going to make more people. People are smarter mm-hmm. and better. And if as a community, we are all smarter and better, you can imagine that we will be doing more things. Yeah. And we will have more businesses that very successful. And that also contribute. Yeah. To the greater good. Yeah, it is kind of like rising water, right? If you mm-hmm. just, 
if you can contribute to make the water rising, then the boat will go up higher. Yeah. So right now, with the minority community and the the general、uh, consensus is that we are not educated. We don't know what we're doing, so our river is pretty shallow,、mm-hmm. and so it needed a lot of effort from everybody to pump in the water so the river can go up, then the boat can go up. Right. Then once the boat is up, then it can seal to the sea. Then we can see better, you know, a、yeah. better place and go further distance. So、yeah. that's really, you know, Alcar Trolley is calling that a. Collective human consciousness.、Mm-hmm. So when we live in a society, let's say if you are born into a homeless shelter, and then your human collective consciousness is nothing about is nothing about the world but the homeless shelter.、Mm-hmm. So you will know how people are miserable. You will know that how、uh, there's not enough, not a lot of luxury. So you are limited to that environment. If we don't have a A widespread education. If you don't have a model that you look for, you will never get there.、Right. That's why it is so important for minority、uh, businesses all have the role model to look up to.、Mm-hmm. Whether you talk to that role model or not, it doesn't matter because you just need to know it can be it there.、Exists. Yes, it's there.、Mm-hmm. Just like the the word of. Color blue. I mean, you just need to know that is blue color, so you know how to get there. Right. But if we don't even have that concept, how you get there? Right. So it's really about.、Uh, I don't. You know, I feel like if I ever be very successful in my own life, you know, I will only serve as a step for someone to be even more successful. And that way, that's the only way for human to、um, go. Beyond today, and、uh, for our kids, right? Yes. To run for presidential elections, right? How do you get there if you don't have that collective consciousness that to make us go up higher? Wow. Right. <laughs> You're amazing, and I can't wait for the other book, for the next book.、Um, and I've been seeing you more and more now, so I think we're just gonna be even closer <laughs> friends now.、So. Yes. <laughs> Well, I thought、you. we have already been. I know, <laughs> but I think closer.、Um, well, thank you very much, Ying. Yeah.、Um, thank you for、uh, making time for me. I know you're super busy, but、um, yeah, we'll, I'm sure we'll have to talk again when your 10 a.m. book comes out. Sure. Yes. Definitely.、Okay. All right. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Amner. Ying. So if and then plus. She's an expert at taxes, so you know it. If you have losses to her, that's a gain. So,、mm-hmm. you know, having an accountant is probably a, not probably it is key for business. And she always is gonna look out for your best interest. So, and besides, she's very wise, as you can see. She like drops very w- wisdomy words. Like here, I'm gonna serve you, like it's a tennis game. Yeah, I'm gonna serve you this、uh, this ball of wisdom. Yes. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then you just got <laughs> served. <laughs> I'm kind of lucky having conversations with people this whole time, by the way. But I'm yeah, kind of lucky. lucky. I'm kind of because I feel like if you were to ask me and I didn't know, I would immediately say no. <laughs> <laughs> Or I would just say like, oh yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah, yeah, hit me up, yeah, for <laughs> sure, and then you wouldn't do and it, and then nothing, yeah. yeah, would never do it. So that is lucky. Yeah,、But、maybe maybe that's just me. I'm very lucky because they uh, they're giving me after the conversation. I'm I keep some of that、mm. wisdom that they bring. So I feel like I'm growing a little bit each episode. I. I feel like there's an evolution of my mind. Evolution of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good that you see it. <laughs> 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 that's that's a good thing. That's a good.、Oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so thank you, Ying. Pick up her book, Appointment with Ying, at eight a.m. It's easy, quick, easy read. I bet. You know, you can knock it out in two days, easy. 
Nice. So it's yeah. like one of those uh, John Steinbeck books. Yes. Nice. Yes. Quick and Perfect. like boom. And Perfect. it's uh, yeah, it's excellent book. Sweet. Here we go. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. That's gonna be a lot of Amner. <laughs> Lots of Amner. Lot, lot, lot. gonna be that's gonna be a lot of Amner. Yeah. Yeah. See you and later. hey, share, share it. Share this podcast. Share it. Okay. You have to share it. Yeah. I share this all the time. And uh, also. Review. Uh, yeah. Rate us. Rate us. Radio, I want to know yeah. all your positive thoughts. And the negative ones, just don't do it. Don't do it. Give yeah. it to Keep it to yourself. Uh, give just us give us, <laughs> give us really good ratings. We want only five yeah, stars. Yeah, just five stars or four and a half. And uh, that half point can be because of Amner. <laughs> uh, and then good reviews. No, but share it uh, and tell people about it. Why not? Yeah, tell yeah, I, people do tell people about it. Yeah. I've, I've heard Have people say, like, I heard it from this other person. Oh, really? Okay. Like once. <laughs> okay. But hey, it was more than last time. You yeah, Last time you were true. like, no way. Um, yeah, no, yeah, nobody had ever heard of it. Yeah. M- we, maybe we're getting out there. Out there. Maybe. Is there anybody out there? Yeah, they're not listening. They're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Episode 23. Thank you very much, everybody. Talk Peace. to you soon. Peace.